0: Hi, this is Jonathan, aka Roadblock, and I play Jonathan the Match Muscular, the Human Wizard.
1: Hi, I'm Jules. I am the Rock Gnome, Bernice Q. Burns.
2: Hi, this is John, aka That Film Guy. I'm going to be playing your half orc barbarian, Carlton Tanks, who was in fact raised by wolves and is too enamored of ale, wine, and other intoxicants. Hi, I'm Jack Edithil,
3: and I'm playing Travancore, a
1: half elf. Archer, and the
3: Viceroy of Glenmar. And I am Lauren, aka OboCrazy, your humble DM, and welcome to Dungeons & Dragons & Drunks. Hello, Lauren here. Just a few quick words about this first episode of Dungeons & Dragons & Drunks. First, I apologize for the issues with Jack's audio. We've fixed them for the second episode and for the future, but it's pretty hard to hear him in this one. So sorry. Second, we're playing fifth edition D&D, so any alterations to how you prefer to play, just chalk up to house rules. Finally, if you like the show and want more, please let us know. Tweet at all of us individually or at Dungeon Drunks. Now, enjoy the show. We're going to begin to actually play. How about that? Yay. Fortunately,
0: my character's personality is very similar to mine, except like to an nth degree. So I just got back from the gym. I'm pretty tired.
3: Actually, you guys just got back from a wedding. So the va- the the group of you, uh, both separately and together... Just had a fabulous time at the wedding of Jason and Aroda. You guys hung out in Boken for like a week. The orcs know how to party. The drinking, the dancing, the other kind of dancing. Uh, the the beach men with two backs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, pretty much anything you wanted. This was the party of the century and you guys reveled in it. It was amazing. Potted it. Now that it's been about a week, uh, you're finding that as everybody kind of gets back to work and the party dissipates and the orcs go back to their clan and everybody gets back to their lives, that you probably hung out here a little longer than you expected. And funds might be a little low after all the those 10 kegs of beer that uh, Roadblock bought for people, uh, you know, that kind of dug into his his back pay. So a couple of you actually know a gentleman in town uh, in a town nearby because Boken is calling it a one horse town would be generous let's say. It's
2: a one pony town.
3: It's it's maybe half a pony. You yeah. there you haven't even seen like an a donkey. It's yeah, half like a, a one,
2: one dire weasel it. town because they're kind of small.
3: Pretty much. Um but Fairly close by, there is a larger town called Greenest that a couple of you know. In fact, uh, one of you actually knows well, a monk in town named Leozin. He is it has... me? are we brethren in Christ <laughs> or brethren in Bay? <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. I would love for you to roll for me. Oh, um, yeah, we're gonna get this this rolling started. Uh, go ahead and roll me a history check.
2: I do not know this man. I rolled a, we got a two, two. We got an eight, we
3: got a seven. Jonathan rolled a fourteen. I got an eight. Jonathan, what's your intelligence modifier? It is a four because I'm a fucking wizard. Okay, Jules. The only thing that you know for sure is that this this is not a monk of your order. Uh, the other Jack and and John are just like, wait, what? Uh, who is this guy? Jonathan, you you know this guy. You met up with him a while ago. You remember him saying that uh, Greenest is one of those towns that's just large enough to have problems that need to be solved and just small enough to not have people around who want to solve them. So uh, going here would actually be kind of perfect. You're, you're pretty positive you can find yourself
0: some work. Hey, guys, we, could, we should totally A-team the shit out of Greenest. <laughs> da, 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 da. Okay, I we, might need we should... to pray about it. Well, we, we shouldn't
2: sing because it's going to be way off. <laughs>
3: Also, after 20 seconds, we'll have to pay copyright fees. Okay, so you guys are going to head to Greenest?
2: I would love to head to Greenest. I flex
0: my way there.
3: You pack up your stuff, you say goodbye to your friends, and you head on out of town. Takes a couple of days to get there. It's actually a a pretty easy ride.
1: I hitch my saddle up on top of Carlton so I can ride with ease.
3: Perfect.
2: Carlton, are you okay? Uh, Carlton. Man, I must have been really drunk at that wedding because I remember you being a lot taller and more human.
3: I, th- I know. It <laughs> That's <is> some <laughs> powerful
2: sorcerer's especially sweat. Drunk. That
1: sorcerer's sweat just fucks you up, man. Hey,
2: let's not talk about what happened and who turned into what. <laughs> <laughs> Bow ties for everyone.
1: Maybe a thorny point.
3: Jack, you have some um some flashbacks to greenery and the warmth of the sun. And you're not sure why. So, with some mild ribbing, you manage to make it to to Greenest in a couple of days. Uh, you get to town probably late in the morning, and wander around for a little bit, asking some of the townspeople about uh, various various and sundry. You know, where is the inn? Where are the Have you uh, heard the gospel where's...
1: of Queen Bay?
3: I'm sorry. Of, of what?
1: Queen Bay. She's the goddess uh, no, of holy light. No, I don't
3: need a pamphlet. Thank you. Bye. I don't need a pamphlet. No, and they they run off. Call they thing. run off. <laughs> it doesn't take you long. Uh, Jonathan, you actually remember where Leozin is staying. He is staying at... He's actually got a house in town. Uh, it's him and a couple of other monks from his order are staying there. Um, so you head off in that direction, and he answers the door when you knock. Uh, Leozin is an elf. He is kind of a, a tall... Uh, imposing figure. He's wearing some very simple robes, um, but he's very clean, very well cut. He kind of opens the door for you, and gives this look, and says, Do I know you?
0: Bro, come on. We totally lifted that one time.
3: Hey, uh. hey I thought he knew you. Oh, yeah, you're... You're... Um... Yeah, I knew you from that guy that we knew that that guy from. And if you want to roll an insight, you can see whether he actually remembers you or not. <laughs> uh, I can't. I can't see it. It's a two. I
0: can't tell if he's if he's lying or not.
3: Uh, you're you're pretty sure that he remembers you. You do introductions all around, and uh, he says, uh, "Great, yeah. Um, can I help you with anything?" Yeah,
0: we're just looking for a little work. We have come from a wedding, and I spent way too much on beer. It oh. Yeah, so I I need some scratch, bro. I need a job. If you've got a job, we could totally do a job.
3: Well, I I don't have any jobs, but, I mean, have you checked the job board? I'm listening. Well... Come on. And he he takes you guys towards the center of town, where uh, you can actually see the center of town has a little gazebo where you suspect, you know, bands set up to play and events happen. Uh, there's a couple of stands around of people hawking wares, fruits, vegetables, weaponry, that kind of thing. And lo and behold, there's a job board. Anyway, there's a couple of things on the job board that you can see. Um, he starts to, to point a few things out. He's like, oh yeah, don't pay attention to that. That's just spam uh oh take a look at this thing as he actually starts to point out some things on the job board for you to take a look at um along comes kind of a striking figure um you see a large bird approach uh, she is about five feet tall, she's got brown and red feathers, she's got a backpack on her back that has a loot sticking out, and she hurries up to Leogian while you guys are looking at the job board. Most of you probably, we haven't gone into languages yet, most of you probably speak common, so you don't understand the language that, that she starts to babble at him in.
2: Is it dwarven? Because I can speak dwarven.
3: It is not. Is it orc? Because uh, I also speak orc. It is Arakokra. Do any of you speak Arakokra?
0: I would not have picked that language, no.
2: No.
3: I, I don't think any of you would have.
2: I almost picked draconic, but it's a good thing I didn't, because somebody changed their character. Oh, uh,
0: actually, it's draconic. Is yeah. that some language you have, though? And you talk like that
1: all the time?
3: Uh, oh, she actually... She kind of looks at you, gives you this quizzical look, looks back at him, says a few things in this this language you don't understand, and Leosian finally says, in common... Uh, calm down, calm down, Soria. These are uh, my friends. What's up, Big Bird? Yes, buddy. Uh, she gives you this this kind of hi, and in in comment continues to say, "I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I'll talk to you guys later." And she runs off. Um. Meanwhile, uh, the DM has actually gotten the job board posted here. Hey. Wanted
1: exterminator is to deal with rat infestation in the Running King Brewery. Dwarves need not apply.
2: We should definitely find the cat.
1: Lost cat. We
2: That's should go find noodles. So icky. Oh, can I figure out how to increase my range by fifty feet? I would love to do that.
1: <laughs> long sword fighter, increase your attack range. White fur with black claws and long noodles. Twenty-five CP is found in the turn of the list. Cats like rats right? Cats like to eat those.
2: Yeah, so we can go find the cat noodles and then bring her to the rat infestation and do the work for
1: us. Actually, I was thinking she was probably already there.
3: So Leosian sees that you guys are now well in hand. He uh, waves at you. He kind of gives Jonathan a I'll I'll see you later. Uh, I I guess you guys know where I live. Uh, And uh, if you need any other help, I'll see you guys later. And he takes off and leaves you to read over the job board, which you can now see now. Um, did you guys... So if you can read it, I don't know if anyone wants to read stuff out loud, if you want to decide what to do.
2: I like this capture cat to eat rats plan. Yeah,
3: I like the plan we go that find
1: that Noodles cat... and
2: bring her to, get to the rat infestation.
1: Yeah, but where would Noodles be? I mean, I'm not going to spend my days calling after some flea-infested meowing thing that shits in your shoes.
2: Noodles doesn't shit in your shoes. Noodles is lovable. She nuzzles.
1: I think the cat's already there trying to eat their rats.
2: So that'll make our trip finding the cat shorter, because we'll just find her there as we're looking for her. So we'll go look for her, and she'll be there.
1: We'll look for her in the basement of the Running King Brewery.
2: Booze.
1: Do you think oh, never mind, let's go out, Let's do that. Here?
2: I feel like this is important. Yes, we should, yeah. look we should definitely go drink at the booze. What do you think, Jonathan, Maggie muscular I, I, think,
0: uh, I think it has been a while since I've had a brewski. Totally go for a brewski.
2: Forget what it tastes like. Is it good? Let's find out. It tastes like chlorophyll. <laughs> <laughs> too soon.
3: Very
0: too soon.
1: I wouldn't know what chlorophyll tastes like. It's like that like, a person knows what blood tastes like. Your jokes make no sense, Carl. Blood is disgusting. Well, he's an orc, so be nice. He tries.
2: I do try.
3: All right. So it sounds like you guys are gonna go to the Running King Brewery and and deal with the rat infestation. All right. Saddle up, Carlton. Let's go.
2: Let's go get. Let's go get. Rats.
3: Do you guys know where the Running King is, or would you like to ask around and try to figure it out? Would you like to just wander around?
2: Uh, How's the weather outside, by the way?
3: It's pretty nice. It's about 65 degrees with a light uh, wind coming in from the west. Chance of rain uh, partially in the evening. Chance of showers tomorrow with a high in the mid-80s.
2: That happened. Well, if we've been here before, shouldn't we do an intelligence check to remember where the brewery is?
3: Give me a history check.
2: So I rolled 18.
3: I rolled a
1: two. Do you think it'll have a, a sign that says beer?
3: All right. So we've got a 14 from the Magi Muscular and an 18 from Coralton. Yes. Okay. Carlton. Um, or. Carlton, sorry. It looks like Quarrel. I want to say Quarrelton when I'm looking at it. The two of you confer for a second. You're like, I could have sworn it was west. I could have sworn it was southwest. I could have sworn it was east. No, 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 no. This way, this way, this way. Takes you a couple of minutes, and you're pretty sure you're going in the right direction. You can see uh, you're actually headed to what looks like the tavern district you've passed by a bunch of them the running king is uh the establishment that you're looking for uh you seem like you're in the right area you see a whole bunch of taverns a couple of inns um some other breweries but um you don't quite see it uh who wants to stop a commoner and just ask somebody
1: i want to lean down from my saddle on carlton and tap someone on the head
3: probably somebody with high charisma <laughs> oh, right ah. Hi. Hi.
1: Hi. Can you please point us in the direction of the Running King Brewery?
3: Um, okay. Sure. You're you're actually pretty close. Just keep going down the street, take a right right there and and you'll see it. Okay. Thank you. And may the blessings of Queen Bay rest upon you. Uh. thank you. I don't I don't need a pamphlet and she goes running off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you follow those directions. You head on over to the Running King, and uh, the Running King is a brewery and a tavern. It's, ooh, ooh. Um, Brew pubs. I love it. So you've actually entered the the tavern portion. It's a pretty nice establishment. Some um, well put together tables. There's a really long bar along the back wall that's staffed by uh, three different bartenders. All of them human. All wearing all black. Uh, with like this little tiny logo right in there in the the corner of you know like the crocodile shirts except it's got the running king logo on it uh roll me some perception checks everybody so everybody roll your d20 and roll and add your charisma modifier Ooh, so my passive per- uh, percep-
2: my passive perception is 14
3: uh no this is your active perception okay. so r- roll your that's a little different so I'm sorry we got a 14 we got a a two <laughs>
2: an 18.
0: I'm not paying I'm not paying attention I'm thinking of something else
3: uh, those of you who rolled over a 10 or under a 10 are just like beer yay uh, those of you who rolled over a 10 notice that the vast majority of the people in here and there's there's not a lot considering you're here kind of on a you've, you've arrived on a weekend essentially there should be kind of a lot of people hanging out drinking and enjoying themselves there's not a lot of people in here there seem to be way too many bartenders for the number of patrons and everyone in here is human. And as you approach the bar, you notice not only are they human, they are not giving you the the nicest looks. They're kind of glaring at you as you go I by. I gently
1: slip off of Carlton's saddle. Okay. So that I'm not associated with an orc.
3: Okay. Uh, You now are barely tall enough to see over the tops of the tables, and as you approach the bar, um, it's going to take a a little bit of. I'm not going to make you roll for it because you're. I'm going to say you're used to it as a gnome, but you're going to have to now climb up up onto bar stool.
1: And I say, excuse me, do you all carry booster seats?
3: No, you're being ignored.
2: I think these patrons of this bar probably prefer the white hood types of things because they seem to be ignoring. People who aren't human. Well,
0: I'm half
2: human, kind of
0: sort of. All right, don't worry, guys. I got this.
2: I'm also half human, but I I stroll like in,
0: it. and I'm like, my my robes are cut to to show my to my my guns, so my I look a little weird, and I'm like, hey, fellow humans, I am also a human. Let us do
3: human things. All right. Are you talking to anyone in specific, or are you just pontificating in the middle of the room?
0: I'm just pontificating in the middle of the room because I have no idea what's going on, and they're shutting my friend. So I'm just like, and I rolled a four on my on on my last check. So I figure it has to be as bad as possible.
3: All right. Uh, most of the patrons ignore you. They surly go back to their drinks. Uh, one of the ba- bartenders comes over. He's a slight human. He's got blonde hair, blue eyes. He's cleaning of one of the glasses. He does. Of course, he's cleaning one of the glasses. He's like, "Can I help you with something?"
1: You know what? Maybe it's
3: who to help you. We can handle a certain problem that you have Hey, it. hey, hey! Was I talking to you pointy ears? No.
1: Um, excuse me, sir. I asked for a booster seat, like, five minutes ago.
3: He glares down at you and he says, does this look like the kind of place that's going to serve children?
1: Um, have you never heard of the family? Friendly Brewery?
3: Have you never heard of the Running King? Why don't you run your little your little feet out of here? I don't well, like the way you're talking to my
2: friends. That seems very rude, sir.
3: Well, you can take your business elsewhere. I'm not paid to be nice to you guys. I'm paid to serve. Looks like well, all I, your business went elsewhere. I would like you to serve me
2: one sorcerer's sweat, please.
3: Um, Sterling, go ahead and roll me a persuasion check. Or, yeah, Mr. Travancore.
2: Nope! <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's not
3: gonna do I never, The funny thing is, I like, have a plus one for one. That's a two. That's it. That's a two. Uh, with a two, he gives you a very quick look when you mention rats, and then he scoffs at you and walks away.
2: Can I intimidate him into letting us
3: kill the rats? Uh, he's already walked away. Do you do you want to go after him? I will go after him because that's other...
2: pretty intimidating to have a half-orc follow you to say, "Let me kill your rats for you."
3: That's true. All right, so you so you kind of parallel him down the bar. He goes a few feet away. He notices that you're following him. He turns back to you, kind of in anger. I actually hop up on top of the bar right. and
1: walk
2: well, down. Well, I'm going to, because I'm also proficient in intimidation. So I'm going to kind of let him know that we're going to take care of this rat problem for him.
1: I'm dragging
3: my mace behind me, making scratches in the mahogany.
2: <laughs> so 16 plus 2, 18 with my intimidation proficiency.
3: Carlton, what do you what do you actually say with your Sir, with your intimidate?
2: You have 4 perfectly good humanoids here who could take care of this rat problem for you. You should let us do it because rat problems can tend to get a little bit worse if you don't take care of them, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink.
1: <laughs> I make a really non-cute scowl, but it still ends up being cute.
3: Cuz I'm a well, no, you know. He looks between the two of you and he looks concerned he grabs one of the other bartenders and whispers to him and then uh says all right all right right just wait here and you kid get off the (laughs) boat the hop back up in the saddle (laughs) (laughs) i reach down back up in the saddle (laughs) The bartender that went running off now comes back with another gentleman. Uh, he is, he looks to be in some kind of official garb. He's wearing uh, some pretty nice robes. He glances at all of you. He kind of scowls a bit and he says, so I guess you guys are here about the job.
2: Yeah. And I'll have you know, as a half-orc, I fucking hate dwarves. And I saw dwarves not need out of fly, bro. I'm on your side.
3: Okay, what's that thing on your back then? That's a
1: gnome. I'm a gnome.
3: It's not a Are dwarf. you
1: kidding me? Do I look like I have a beard? I'm hey, sorry, well, you're Do racist. I look like
3: I care? We're all allowed to have pets. Listen, listen.
1: I hit him gently over the head with my <laughs> mace for that comment. <laughs> with your mace. <laughs> oh my okay, god, gently, god, no. Just adorable. gently, just a little <sniffs> love <lump> tap. <laughs>
3: I I should make you roll to attack him but I I, I won't just yeah but He's got normally a six I'd be skull like oh. he's basically naked. He's fine. No damage.
2: <laughs> My dick hits harder than her mace.
3: All right, fine. Uh follow me. And he brings you back behind the bar, back through a door that actually says employees only, down a couple of hallways into what's obviously his office. It's fairly simple, although, you know, just uh, a couple of chairs, a big desk, a nice window kind of looking out on the greenery outside of Greenest. Uh, You do notice that his chair behind the desk is really plush. It kind of stands out from the rest of the room. And he sits down in his chair and he kind of motions. There's only two chairs in front of the desk. So he kind of gives you a dismissive motion and, you know, go ahead, sit however you want. Stand. Well, I could Squat. stand
2: with the uh, gnome on my back, and the two smaller gentlemen can have the seat. Ah, uh, so he
3: introduces himself as Alfred Roland. He is actually the gentleman who is running the King, the the Running King Brewery, and he sits back in his chair and he says, "So, so you want to kill some rats? Yeah, yeah, we do. We can take care of See that problem Alfred? for you, uh, if,
0: if it means that beer is saved, we will kill whatever you want for the right price."
1: Alfred, would you say your beer cellar is riding dirty?
3: He uh, he glares at you. He says, "There's nothing dirty. There's nothing dirty about my business, child." Those rats trying to catch
1: you riding. (laughs) I'm sorry.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Alfred doesn't think so, though, and he glares at you. Uh, And then he pointedly ignores you and goes back to looking at the only other human in the room and says, I've been trying to clean this place up ever since I bought it, and these rats just won't go away. Frankly, I think that there might be sabotage. And while it wouldn't normally work with just anyone, this has been a problem I haven't been able to solve on my own. So, 50 gold, you'll kill all the rats. Make sure they don't come back.
2: 50 gold each, that sounds fair.
3: 50 gold each sounds great.
2: That sounds very generous, sir. We will make this problem go away.
3: Not only it's got to go away, it's got to never come back. I need the source of these rats taken care of.
2: Sir, I grew up amongst pack hunters. I will find their leader and I will rip out its throat.
3: I'm about the size of a rat.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we can put her down the rat hole. She can definitely flush them all out with that little mesa hers.
3: And make sure that one doesn't come back either. Yeah, yeah, all of you gone much, after much this that. is done. He he seems like resigned to. All right, this is what's going to happen. Leads you back out of his office, down the hall into the storerooms. The storerooms in the back are fairly expansive. There's a lot of barrels of beer just lined up, all stamped with the Running King logo on them. And he leads you over to a stairwell and uh, says, down there, that's where the granary storage is. That's where the vast majority of the rats are coming from. It's about three large rooms. Somewhere down there is where these things are coming from. You come back with proof that they're dead and you will get your gold. Okay, And then you get out of here.
1: So, are we cutting their tails off or their ears off as proof?
3: Uh, heads. I don't care as long as they're gone, as long as they're dead, and as long as you don't leave their bodies down there I got granary down there that's more more valuable than anything any of you have ever seen sir do you have a coin that we could flip for it tails are fine Alfred leaves you guys um at the top of the stairs and uh what do you do next
0: uh well let's let's head on down I
3: is it dark uh, as you start to head on downstairs, yes, it starts to get very, very dark. It's a, it's granary storage, and so there's very, very there's basically light coming from upstairs. But as you go downstairs, it gets progressively darker.
2: I like a torch.
0: Okay, I'll hold okay. on to light, my
3: light spell in case.
1: I you was need. yeah, I was like, I can cast light, but torches, torches are good. I
0: put on my mage armor. Well, actually, and I have dark
2: vision, as does Travancore. so we can see up to sixty feet ahead of us. I
1: think I do. Well, here you go,
0: light. Vision impaired people. my foot.
1: Hold on, I'm a gnome. I might have dark. I'm yeah, I I cast traits. mage
0: armor, and my AC becomes thirteen plus.
3: I
1: Dex. do. All
2: right, I don't know why I live this now. All you guys
1: are fine. Well,
3: you know, uh, except for Jonathan. Jonathan is just a, a simple human you who cannot see here. in the dark. All right, so uh, Tra- Travancore lights a. A torch and hands it off to the mage and you all go tripping down the stairs. At the bottom of the stairs, uh, now that you've got a light source, you can see that it's a pretty disorganized uh, granary. There's supposed to be uh, hops and grains kind of bundled into barrels and boxes and they're just scattered all over the place. Uh, go ahead and roll me in this room a, uh, if someone wants to roll a perception check to kind of investigate everything, or an actual investigation check, so. Alright,
2: so 13 plus I'm proficient in perception, I roll a 15.
3: Uh, I get a, uh,
0: I get a 24.
2: Nice.
1: I got an 8. Oh,
2: you, you that was a <laughs> critical success. You see everything.
3: And Travancore. I got 5. Like, I'm up this mine. like it said 18 on my stream, but then tell you else Oh yeah. The- yeah, I'll so show you in the chat. Bernie and Travancore kind of look around and go, "Man, this place is a mess." I know beer, right? Like hops and, and stuff. <laughs> uh Carlton, you kind of go off towards the right and check out where some of the the hops have mm. been stored it's there's just hops scattered all over the place. There are some barrels that are still intact. There are a couple that look like they've actually, uh, with your rule degraded from, um, mold. It's, it's kind of disgusting.
2: Hey guys, I say we don't drink any of the beer here. It seems kind of moldy.
3: You head on over to the left And you're looking at some of the grain, and you're pretty sure that some of these barrels have actually been smashed open. You can see evidence of uh, what looks like blunt trauma to a couple of the barrels. Um, You're even sure that you see splinters of wood just scattered everywhere, like someone intentionally smashed these barrels. Looks like someone's been in here
0: causing trouble.
1: Do you think it was the cat?
0: I don't think a cat can wield a club or mace. Because that's what
2: did all this. Also, I don't think a cat can create mold.
1: Um, uh, dude, have you ever seen a cat puke? <laughs>
3: just, it is pretty disgusting. It's basically mold gross.
2: and hair, Poor noodles.
3: There are two exits out of this this room. There's one to the left and one t- one to your left and one to your right. Which way would you like to go?
0: To the left. To the left.
1: Everything you Oh, and it- Queen Bay seems to tell me we should go to the left.
3: Let's go left left it is. She
1: says everything we own will be in there.
3: To the left is a smaller room. It has uh, a couple of more more of those uh, smashed barrels that you can see. There's also kind of a workstation. Uh, as you enter into the room, it actually looks like this workstation might have been uh, kind of a brewer's lab. The All the equipment looks to be in, in fine order, even though all the barrels are smashed. And the the lab
1: seems fairly untouched. Are there any vials that still have Test beer
3: uh, the vials all seem to be empty, uh, but you can go on up and, and do a perception and take a closer look if you'd like. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I'm very short, and, and apparently this table is very tall.
2: Yeah, I shall. It's,
3: it's really hard to kind of peek over everything, um, and just as you kind of get your nose high enough above the table, you're going to breathe in a little bit of, of dust and leftover powdered burzies and, <laughs> and start sneezing.
2: I would like to do that I, check then. I, I, uh, sure thing. 11 uh 13 plus fishing and perception that is 15.
3: All right. Uh you take a, a closer look um as your your gnomish friend starts sneezing and you kind of look over her head and no this this looks like it hasn't been used in a little while. In fact, there's kind of a a layer of dust over everything and you're pretty sure that's that's what caused it. Um a lot of the vials have been empty. It looks like a, a nice uh, brewers setup. As you're kind of inspecting a couple of the, the glass vials, you hear a
2: Guys, I hear a
0: rat. Oh, guys. We have rat sign.
3: All of you turn around to see that coming out of the corners and out of the walls seems to be just these giant, nasty looking rats with big pointy teeth and horrible claws, and you're all going to roll initiative. Roadblock, what's your initiative? Uh, that would be a ten. And Jenga? Nine and Jules 13 and John 16 and the rat. All right, the rat's got a seven, which means oh, you got a four uh, on the screen. You got a four on the screen. Oh, did I get a four? Did it actually roll? All right, yes. we'll go with the one on the screen then, Carlton. You see a horde of rats screaming towards you with their sharp, pointy teeth. What would you like to do? A horde is defined as how many, uh, a swarm in this case. Is defined as a swarm.
1: This is like that time in um the nutcracker where the rats.
3: I don't you, know. None of you I think I should probably that. uh kind of start cutting up except rats. Except they're attacking instead of dancing. Or both. So you're going to go after them. You've got your big axe? Yeah, I
2: got my big old great axe.
3: All right. So roll an attack. All right.
2: That is 23. Nice. Oh oh Holy yes, God. that hits. And I hit for 5.
3: You hear? <laughs> there's a whole bunch of rats just get smushed
2: I kind of like take instead of like taking my axe like an axe would I kind of turn a little side face and kind of go golfing with it and hit a bunch (laughs) of them just flat with the axe
3: (laughs) a couple of them go smashing into the uh, the vials a whole bunch of them are dead uh, but the horde is still uh, screeching and crawling towards you Jules you are next
1: I want to make sure that there's no grain in this room
3: though there is there's grain everywhere those smashed barrels are just full of grain
1: you know i don't think i'm gonna be lighting anything on fire this round because i don't want (laughs) to light the entirety of the beer possibilities on fire which means i'm going to use my mace to attack okay oh shit 19 plus 4 23
3: Oh, yes. You clearly yeah. hit. Your mace comes down on top of a whole bunch of rat bodies. Where you uh, roll know that, damage. that
1: scene in like, uh, Avengers where Loki has his little scepter and he just goes funk. It's kind of like that. <laughs> it's like funk. <"Vonk!" laughs> you just bonk a whole bunch of rats. Do I need to do my damage roll? You do need
3: to roll damage.
1: So I roll a d6 plus, four, plus two, I think. I do six damage.
3: Awesome. Uh, yeah, your mace is particularly effective, uh, as it just comes down and smooshes a whole bunch of rats, and you kind of have to shake off a couple tails as you pick it back up. Hey guys, and... let's not forget
2: to grab these tails before we Keep leave.
3: Keep those tails. Mm. <laughs> uh, Roadblock, it's your turn. All right, I'm just gonna.
0: I move back a little bit. Actually, I'm going to stay up at the front because my AC is 15, and that, from what They're I rats. understand, that's pretty good. So I am going to acid splash the whor- the rat swarm.
3: Oh shit. Okay. And is that an attack or do I roll a save for that? Uh I believe that is an attack. Let me make sure.
1: Okay. I shield my eyes in case there's any backsplash.
0: Yeah, yeah no see. one wants acid
2: backsplash. I swear to god, if you get acid on my dong, I'm pissed.
0: Ah, uh, it is a it is a dexterity saving throw.
3: So that would be since their dexterity is zero, that is a fourteen.
0: Really? <laughs> <Back flexor laughs> Does that hit your Good, save? Buddy. Yes.
2: yes. Just to make sure, I like I wasn't close enough that I have to do a dexterity ro- roll, right? No, no, no. Okay.
0: Uh no, it it no. It, there's it, there's no. There's half. no half
3: damage. All right. So you extend your hand and and call forth just this uh, torrent of acid in these little tiny droplets that just happen to miss and go in between every single inv- individual rat, and they all kind of squeak and <laughs> at you, but you don't actually hit anything. Uh, and Jenga, it's your turn.
2: Arrows are the answer to everything. I'm going to put arrows in as many of these raps as possible, right in the middle of the pile. Make a rap kebab. All right.
1: Rolling, 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 rolling. Oh, 13. With and
3: my what, With your bonus, uh, you hit. Roll some damage.
1: Okay. four damage.
3: Awesome. Um, you... Th- you're actually your friends are really impressed because you know one rat, one our arrow into a swarm of rats wouldn't seem to do that much damage, but you actually managed to like kebab three of these rats on one arrow. It's really super impressive. Nice.
2: Hey guys, rat for dinner? Anybody want rat for dinner?
3: Low five. Put
2: them over the fire, roast them, <laughs> spin them.
3: All right, cook them it in is a stew. the rats' turn. So the horde of rats surges forward, and with it. A- <laughs> they're actually going to go after uh Carlton because he was the first person to attack and they're kind of dumb. So big.
2: I big. My AC is 16. These rats tickle.
3: Can he like pick one off and toss it? <laughs> I rolled a twelve. Okay. Um so that's actually a fourteen to hit. Does that hit your AC? No, I
2: have sixteen. So they kinda just skip up and like <laughs> it tickles. Yep. <laughs> they just they're
3: up and down your body. You can feel their little tiny teeth trying to penetrate and my they thick they or just are...
1: I look at him like, dude, that's creepy.
3: Yeah, like you're standing right there just watching this these rats run up and down his torso and it's disgusting. Um John, it's your turn.
2: I think I'm gonna keep uh, taking my great axe against these uh the swarm. You know, I kind of brush a couple off, you know, and then grab my axe and go for the golf swing. (laughs) All right, attack. All right, and that hits for 18. That hits. All right, and that will do eight damage.
3: All right. So uh, you bring your, you kind of golf swing your great axe around again and grab the vast majority of these rats and just fling them into the side wall. And all you see is these rats go Against the side wall as they all just... Well,
2: that's how you know they're done. Like cooked spaghetti, right? When they stick to the wall, you know they're good. They're done.
3: Well, and these don't exactly stick, but they they do leave a little bit of a, a, a smear. There's a little bit of a schmear as they all on down. Um, and just as you destroy that swarm of rats, um, you hear coming from uh, out in the other room, you hear another... And uh, actually, a second swarm enters the fray. Uh, so, Jules, you get to go next.
1: Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead with the mace because we still have that problem of lighting shit on fire.
3: Yeah, lighting shit on fire. And is And I bad. guess if
1: I burn down this fucking racist tavern, I'm never gonna hear the end of it.
3: Hmm. Human <laughs> <laughs> is right.
1: Oh goody! I got a ten. Uh, that actually hits. Ha ha
3: ha! Stupid rats! All right, they
2: have very low AC. they—they <laughs> yeah, no.
3: they are just rats.
2: They are just There may be many of them, but. All
3: right, I got a five. All right, you once again a smash down into this second swarm of rats and teach it the same lesson you taught the first. I'm just like. Oh, okay. Roadblock, you're up next because they're gonna go after you. They're—they're. They're, I'm pretty sure your dexterity on, Mr. is Mr. better Man. than the rats. Yes,
0: I am going to i I am pissed, so I'm going to do magic missiles uh no attack, no save you are
3: using uh your last spell slot or one of your last so um, yeah, it's my
0: last uh it's better first work. spell yeah well, it's going to let's see here don't uh, fizzle out right. like
3: that acid no this automatically hits magic magic missile in uh historically automatically hits it just doesn't do a lot of damage usually, which is why I'll have to look it up later, but for now, we'll just say it hits and it does damage
0: so four 2, that's 6, 3, 4, that's 10, plus 4, so 14 total.
3: Excellent. All right. Uh, these little tiny glowing darts come out of your hand and uh, manage to, like, strike through several of each of them of the rats in the swarm and just pelt it um, until it's, it's looking pretty shoddy. It's looking pretty shabby, uh, but it is going to actually retaliate since it is its turn. And it is going to try to swarm all over you, since you just did a ton of damage to it.
2: Rat tallying.
3: Oh, get out, shit.
2: Jack. Oh, shit. Did I just get critted?
3: I rolled O. Oh, well, that's exciting. <laughs> okay. Fortunately, they are just rats. Well, I could just do that here. All right. Uh, Jonathan, you take six piercing damage. Ooh. I take it. Um, as dozen tiny little teeth pierce uh, what little armor you have and bite down into into your flesh. I look
0: pretty bad. That's gross.
3: Yeah, th- they are super unhappy with you. And uh, Jenga, it is your turn.
1: All right. Is there a possibility? Where are the second batch of
3: rats in relation to the first? Are they like right behind? The first batch of rats is dead. They are completely disbanded. The second batch of rats currently is swarming all over Jonathan as he uh, attempts to not scream a little girly scream of being bitten by a dozen rats. Ah!
1: Scream the girly scream.
3: Ah. Let's solve <laughs> the problem more arrows. Okay. Roll me an attack.
2: Are they on Jonathan or are they just like around him now?
3: They're basically, if we were using a map, they'd be in the same square as him. But okay. uh, for the purposes of this game, uh, Travancore is good enough with his bow that he does not have to worry about hitting his friend. But they're and, like not physically uh, on him.
2: They're like on the ground now.
1: Oh, they're physically.
3: Oh, they're everywhere. They're on him. They're. Does Jonathan look like
1: muscly brown Swiss cheese with yeah. blood?
3: Nope that's that's accurate. Uh, an eleven will hit. Go ahead and roll damage. I can't even see
2: it. it uh, 10, 10. You hit, You rolled for uh, four plus two, so six.
3: Six. All right. As uh, the fabulous Matt Mercer would say, how would you like to do this?
2: Hit. Make sure they're off of his body now.
3: All right. So I'm thinking that the uh, the arrows are thrown to the way that anything that's lingering around
2: Jonathan's leg is off against the wall now. It just pierces right through and clears his leg of, of rats. Like, the ones that don't see it probably scurry because he wants an arrow, and the rats are naturally scurry in the case of an arrow coming that close
1: to them.
3: All right, so you fire an arrow, and you kind of um, lick one of the, the shafts in just the right way, so it actually curves as Wait, it Wait a minute, hold after. on, hold
0: on, hold on. I know, Crazy. hush,
3: hush, hush, so that uh, it pierces a, a bunch of rats and then curves, and almost curves around Jonathan, and just completely skewers a whole bunch but, of rats. But
0: an attractive, an attractive curve, not like a monstrous curve, just, just a little curve. Just, to just give a it, tiny just curve. A little curve. Just, just, just a little curve. Just to give it some personality. i you trying
3: to say that his shaft went through his butt rats? <laughs> I'm trying to say that he slaughtered those rats and all of the rats are dead. Oh, good.
2: Because I did not want to have to try to hit you with an axe. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right. You guys have destroyed the two swarms of rats. You get a total of 100 experience for uh, to split between the four of you. So it's 25 each. Um... Just as you guys are kind of uh, recovering from this really gross battle and just, uh, you know, peeling rat parts off of everybody, you hear from behind you heavy footsteps. You hear, and then you hear this uh, gruff voice going, hey, what you doing with me rats? And you turn around and there is a gentleman standing there. Uh, It's actually a dwarf. You see a uh, stocky figure. He's actually a little taller than uh, Jules, but shorter than most of you. Um, He is dressed in kind of plain workman's clothes. He's wearing this kind of weird skull cap that has twigs and leaves on it. And he's carrying a staff. His clothing looks clean, but you all notice a a couple like leaves and twigs here, there and everywhere. And he's just glaring at you guys. Hey, hey. Get off my- get off my rats! I say,
1: Sir, are you here to bring me my booster seat? Booster
3: seat? What you talking about, I lass? Say, You're doing just fine!
2: Fuck you, dwarf! I killed all your rats!
3: The Fuck you, ogre! You shouldn't be killing my rats!
2: Ogre? More like orc, bitch. B-
3: bitch Do I look like a dog to you?! No! Leave me rats alone! Do you even- Who are you? What are you doing down here?
2: Why don't we make a deal? If your rats leave this
3: barley and stuff in this brewery alone, we'll leave you rats alone. That's the only reason we should here. You got hired by that asshole, didn't you? You- You got hired by that- That Alfred asshole, weren't you? Um, um, yep. well, maybe... Do you know what he's been doing to this place? Do you know what he did to me and my kin? Do you even know what he's done to this town?
1: No, but we're listening. But if you give me a booster seat, I promise I'll hear you out.
3: Uh, he looks around and notices that one of the barrels sitting there is like half uh, sheared off. Uh, it's a it's about two or three feet high. He grabs it and comes over to you and sets it down in front of you, kind of like a makeshift stool, uh, and says, There you go, lass! Have a seat!
1: All right, let's talk.
3: Have a seat while I'll tell you a story. That asshole... He bought the bar. He bought the bar from the friend. The friend, a nice woman who took care of us. And as soon as he was in charge, he fired everybody. Anyone who wasn't a gersh human. Ugh, all the dwarfs, all the tieflings, all the elves. Yeah, even you, you ogre. He fired one of you. Ah, whatever you are.
2: Half-orc,
3: by the way. The half-ogre. He fired all of us. Brought in his cronies. Made this place a dump that it was. And here you are doing his dirty work. We're broke. Gentrification's okay. a serious problem. Nobody's saying it is. I don't even know what that word means. Look,
1: um, we're not trying to like... We're not trying to like Uncle Timothy here, but like we're broke. Uh, certain people in our party, I'm not saying they're human or anything. They spent all of our money on beer that we might not all drink in equal amounts so we really really need this gold
3: uh, jules go ahead and roll me a persuasion check okay. because this druid is looking like he'd rather uh, whack you over the head with okay. his staff i
1: have a plus one charisma is it 20 it's a d20 it's always a d20 it?
3: It, yep every time i ask you to roll a check it's always going to be the d20 okay. <laughs> so it's
1: seven but i'm
3: really cute okay and i'm on a booster seat
0: <laughs> <laughs> your legs are just kind of doing this
3: He considers your words and he can't help but be enamored with the fact that he can look you eye to eye now that you're you're sitting and he's standing and you're on a a taller seat than he is. I bat my eyelashes a little bit. He says, listen, lass, I would love nothing more than to pay you, but I've been out of work for weeks since this this place got taken over. But I am close. I am so close to running him out of business. Once he's gone broke, he'll have to sell the place. And my friend, my friend is going to take over and hire us all back. And I bet if she was to find out what you had done for me and I and our kin, she'd be willing to pay you whatever that arsehole had decided to pay you.
2: Which is, oh, you think she has enough money to buy the bar and pay us the 100 gold coin each that he promised us?
3: Oh yeah, 100, definitely. Uh, go ahead and roll me a persuasion check, Carlton.
2: Alright, uh, that is charisma. That is charisma. Fifteen.
3: Boom! (laughs) He scratches at his beard and says, Aye, that is a large amount.
2: He is Uh, not happy with those rats running him out of the ground. He wants to save his business.
1: And you
3: can't put a price on putting a racist out of it.
1: No, you really can't.
3: Ay, ay, that is true. Well, I can't promise money that I don't own, but I promise if my friend owns the bar by the time the week is out, then I'll talk to her about a hundred gold for each of you. But leave me rats be.
0: We, we promise we won't kill any more rats. It sounds like we have a deal here. Sounds Let's like shake lovely. on it.
1: Can you make sure your rats leave us be? Let's shake. Wait.
3: In the muscular Hold way. on.
1: Bargain's only there if the rats don't attack us. Look, I'm sorry. Oh. It's like half my size. If it comes out. If you me... are
3: gonna leave, lass, I'll make sure that no rats even come within a hair's breadth of you.
1: That's actually not a lot of space.
3: Well, there's not a lot of space down here. He spits into his hand and holds it out. Uh, my, my, who's who's shaking? Uh, we're all, we're, all, we're shaking. all shaking. We're all shaking. Everybody Everybody in. In. Uh, Earth, he introduces himself fireheart. As, as you all exchange spit in your hands, he he um, he um introduces himself as Belden. He says that he's been, he used to work here for about five or six years before he got run out. And he shows you kind of the back way to get out of this place. So you don't have to go up and through the main part of the brewery. Wait, are we
2: leaving? Hey, Belden, well, question for you. Is there a bathroom yeah. down here? Because I really have to pee.
1: I want to kind of gather up the rat tails we have killed
2: and
0: lower our people into a false sense of security. Oh, yeah. Let's go get paid and then get paid again. What? I, what? No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. She whispers I, I that in Bell my ear. Dan, yeah. I tell Belden,
1: hey, so I,
0: I'm really sorry we killed these rats. I, it was a big misunderstanding, but.
3: Well, thank you. The Let us clean guy, this mess for you.
0: The guy really wants rat tails. These rats are already dead. They can serve another purpose again to lure our foe into a false sense of security.
1: And we can kick him a little bit more while once down. Not only does he lose the bar, but he loses the gold he pays up.
3: Listen, listen. I understand. I understand. It was a big misunderstanding. But my friends deserve to be buried with honor, you're gonna take his, their tails. No, uh, I,
2: I, I grew up in the woods amongst the wolf. I respect animals. I mean, they did attack us, so I did have to hit them pretty hard with my axe, but I will give them a proper burial where the sun will shine on them for eternal life.
1: And what could be more honorable than using their sacrifice to shame and rob... Travicor, shut the fuck help. up!
2: Travicor, shut up! He's not buying it. <laughs> I will bury them so that the goddesses of nature will be look upon their rat souls, and the sun will shine on them forever. They will get a proper can, burial. Can we borrow them? We'll, we'll, we'll return we'll bring them back. If, if that's... <laughs> If that'll work
0: all right
3: wait 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 hold on a second Carlton and travancore and you both to roll me persuasion checks
2: 17 <laughs> it's up it's good
3: so he gives you this long look he's kind of ushered you into the main room and he's t- he was starting to take you behind some barrels that now that uh, he's led you there you can actually see are leading to what looked like a secret passage and he he gives you this this kind of calculating look and he says, wait here and he walks into the other room and you hear some some sounds you hear some and you hear him going know, oh I know it'll be okay no I understand I understand he comes back with five rat tails in his hand okay um and he hands them over and he says this is, this is you swear to me that they are going to be buried
2: I will bury the rat bodies and they will the sun shall shine upon them
3: I got the bodies you take the tails you take the tails
2: you want me to bury the tails We'll bury you the take tails. them, you do what you field
3: need. Field Shhh, shut, shut up! up. Shut, up. <laughs> shut up!
2: Don't make me slap you with my axe.
3: He says, you can take the tails as long as once you're done with him, you, prom- you promise to get them buried. I'll take care we, of the rest we, of the rats. And then you leave us alone.
0: Yes. Deal. Sounds good.
3: I will come and find you. Where are you staying? Um.
0: Upstairs, uh. I think.
3: <laughs> Um, Actually, where are
0: we staying? In, I guess. We can't we staying? stay here because they're Jonathan, fucking racist. Jonathan,
1: aren't we staying at your friend's house? What was? Oh yeah, staying? we are staying at my yeah, friend's.
0: house. I, I tell <laughs> I tell them my friend's address.
3: Uh, he he gives you this look and he says Leosin. Oh, I know him. Yeah, he's a good. Find find fine, fine man, fine man. Any friend of his is a friend of ours. Excellent. Okay. He hands you the tails and he ushers you out. What uh, is kind of a long. Kind of dark, dank tunnel goes uh, a few feet north, kind of a few feet east, a few feet north again, and then there's this wooden stairs that heads up and, and uh, takes you out the back of the brewery. And he ushers you out the back door and he says, One week, I promise, and this place will be glorious again. And he slams the door behind you.
2: All right, so if we don't get paid in one week the 100 gold, we fuck up his rats, right? Uh, yeah.
0: Well, oh, hold on. We're not vengeful, but. We, here, so, here's, let, let's lay it out. So, we're going to take the rat tails. We're going to go back to Belden and say, hey, so these are all the rat tails we could. We could...
3: Well, Belden was the dwarf if you're talking we're about. Alfred, go back Alfred. To the We'll take to it back the to the guy who Alfred owns the bird. And say,
0: look, so fire and acid was used, so we really couldn't recover a whole lot of tails, but we got these and we totally got a bunch of them, which is and they true. they
1: big. Like, we,
0: all, of
1: them. all of them. Totally got all of them. We it. got they all of were... them,
0: and they're not coming back. Guys, what,
1: what about That's that like
0: 75% other... true, but yes, yeah, we didn't want to, like, we're trying to convince Belden that we are taking a loss and helping him by not getting paid by that guy, even though we're totally going to get paid by that guy, <laughs> and, then, and then Belden's uh, a patron will pay us.
1: I just think, I mean, I, we're just like bleeding this asshole dry, so I don't understand what's He's around with asshole, that. He's an asshole,
2: so it's fine like he's human he's human he's, he's human not anyway if you tell him to bust anything he may not pay for anything at all
1: yeah, well that's why
0: I will do the talking
1: so how much control do I have over the like fiery spells like could I theoretically like burn things without burning other things
3: do you want to burn Alfred no you've got control over your aim you've you've got a lot of control over your aim so if you say I'm attacking this thing uh, then you absolutely can uh however uh if it's fire fire and not like sacred flame not like your radiance spells but if it's actual fire that's going to set things on fire you might not have a lot of control You're over where I that mean, I fire have goes this after a tinder set. box and i
1: mean theoretically if we want to put them out of business we could just burn all the grain and hops that's a little chaotic evil i'm just saying okay look that is a little chaotic evil revolutions don't happen when people are nice
3: Go, Jules, go, go ahead and roll me an inside wow, that, check. Roll your d20 and add your wisdom time, modifier. so fucking fun. <laughs>
1: I got a seven. Wait, no, actually I got a six.
3: <laughs> plus your... Oh, wisdom. Oh, your wisdom oh, oh, is a minus plus... one?
1: Oh, hold on. Hold on. I rolled that all wrong.
3: Okay, we're yeah, gonna... not your intelligence, your wisdom. New roll. Well, it's still a d20.
1: New roll.
2: It's
3: still Never a mind. d20. Never mind, we're going to okay. go
1: with that seven plus two, which is going to be a nine. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, you're pretty sure that uh, Belden's friend, whoever she might be, would have a hard time paying you if there is no I'm brewery, right burn brewery uh, left guys, because you burned I'm it down. I'm
1: just going to burn the supply.
2: How do we burn nothing? How do we burn now? Alfred now?
1: <laughs> okay, well, let's just see if Alfred pays us then, and we'll decide how we're going to ruin him after that.
2: Yeah.
3: You guys head back in through the front door of the tavern, which, once again, now everybody's giving you weird looks, although for this this time, it's more of, wait, didn't you just come in? What's going on? You all kind of march back uh, over to Alfred's office. Nobody stops you, although they're... I look bloody. I look fucked yeah, up. Yeah, you've been like hurt. I... You're Jeez. all kind of covered in rat parts. Uh, the concerned looks are, are half... No one saw you leave and so how do you, how are you coming back? And ew, what's that smell? Like oh my god. God, that that guy smells like ass. Oh. We cave, we saw, we kicked its ass. Um, he you guys march back into Alfred's office, who is uh still sitting at his opulent desk with his chair, looks up to see you guys enter, is kind of shocked at your appearance and says, What what why are you guys back already? Uh,
0: well, we killed a lot of rats, all the
3: rats, and they're not coming
0: back. Uh, we, all of them? We did. U- so we had to use some pretty, pretty awesome arcane and, and divine magic. Divine magic. Because of our magics, not a whole lot was left. But we got the job done. Here are some rat tails as proof. And obviously, I've been see in us combat. also covered
2: in rat guts.
3: He takes the rat tails and he's. There's only five here. As I said. How do I know that you got them all? As I
2: said. Look at my axe covered in rat parts. My face. I don't want to look at your
3: axe.
0: I don't want to look at your face. I am a powerful wizard and I cast light and I say, I am a powerful wizard. My magics. Shut up. Shut up. My buddy
1: here is like. Oh my god.
0: I cast light and I say, I am a powerful wizard and my magics leave few remains.
3: Alfred looks at you and snaps his fingers and uh, a little orb of light appears over his head. Uh, one, one that you recognize, actually, as, as a, a very specific, a very specific spell. And he says, you know, I took over this brewery because I'm a smart man. Don't ever take me for an idiot. I, uh, I, so roll me, wait, wait, roll me a persuasion check with disadvantage.
2: Uh, a 12. And a.
0: No, 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 I rolled a 9 and a 15. I took the 9. My charisma modifier, it, since I'm a human, it got bumped up one point to 16 and is
3: actually a 3 modifier, so it's 12. Okay. Uh, he glares at you and says, Where are you staying in town?
1: <laughs> We're at his friend, Leogan, or Leaf, or Legless, or whatever.
3: Uh. What's Leozan's? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're at Leozan's. I, I, I know him. I know that half-elf. All right. I'll have my men go downstairs and check everything out. If your story checks out, there will be some gold headed your way. Excellent. We await I the gold.
1: thought this Thank was you. pay on delivery.
3: And he he sits back and basically dismisses you. He just looks down back at his sheets and everything, and you can leave. And we do so. So you guys are going to head back over to Leozan's and try to convince him that you're actually staying with him because yeah. I don't remember that actually happening. I say
2: we don't stay at Leozan's so that all, when all this shit comes back to bite us in the ass. Okay. We're so, not there. Hold on.
3: Hold
0: on. We, I what, say we take a quick in, potty what break. What ends are in sight lines of Leozan's?
1: Can I pee? Really gotta yes. pee.
0: Okay. Go, so yeah, I oh, back so back back. Take I,
2: I am actually going to use the restroom at the uh, Running King Brewery. Just a little, little fuck you to uh, Alfred there.
3: Sure thing. He, he's well, gonna blow that
0: shit up, literally.
3: Uh, so you guys take care of your business and head on back I took care to of my business. you. You took care of some some business and head on back to uh, Leosian's house. Leozin's house. Uh, and knock on the door and he's a little more awake this time and comes to the door and is surprised to see you especially in the state you are in it's kind of covered in rat parts and uh, Jonathan is is looking a little worse for wear and he says yeah can I help you again? Hey! Hey buddy! How's it going? It's uh, being a very interrupted day can I help you with anything again?
0: Actually you can turns out we need a place to crash for like a week or so, and I realize we're putting you out, but it would, we would, it would be a solid, bro. It would totally be a solid if, if you could let us crash here for like a week. <sighs> we'll do chores and uh, we'll spring for beer. Beer's good. We'll we'll
3: totally we'll yeah, totally uh, spring Alfred for beer.
2: The Running King owes us one. So we'll shut up.
3: up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> well, he's not a racist. I, go I, ahead and go ahead and roll me a persuasion roll. Not
0: everyone knows needs to know the details of our plan.
3: Go ahead and roll persuasion, just Jonathan, since he's apparently the one taking the lead here.
2: He persuaded the fuck out of him.
3: Yeah, I
0: did. That's a twenty-two.
1: If you were, if he were a lady, he might want to go home with you tonight. Oh yeah, <laughs> maybe he might still want to go home with
0: you. <laughs> I was that fucking <laughs> persuasive. In
1: fact. <laughs> If all goes to plan, you will be going home with him
3: tonight. No, that's literally the plan.
2: <laughs> is his name Hector the Wellandale?
3: Shut up. He strokes his beard, he says, Well, um, so this this isn't my house. This is the retreat for my order. So I it's not like I can just let you stay here like an inn. We're not we don't rent out rooms or anything like that. But uh, I happen to have some spare rooms available. A couple of my order are not here at the moment. And I a friend of mine could use a favor. So if you would consider doing a favor for her, I, I would let you stay here in recompense. That sounds like an excellent deal. What's a and-
1: favor?
2: Is it of the sexual nature?
3: <laughs> no okay, it sure. is not is, is he looks another... he looks a little insulted no, I'm just making by sure. your insinuation i favors. think
0: to i think to myself is this another <laughs> step in the scheme to displace a certain racist bar owner because they were both both females involved
3: are you are you asking no, or I'm are just you that allowed okay
1: not allowed to yourself to yourself very quietly you can mumble i mean
3: well, Leozin doesn't hear you. He ushers you on in. Uh, he starts to show you uh, a couple of rooms that you guys can stay in. They're very simple rooms—just um, a bed and like a writing a desk.
0: Yeah, it's better than sleeping outside.
3: You—you you basically get a—it's—it's it's clean. I mean, it's—they're it, basically monastic. Um, a little more more than monastic uh rooms a bed and a desk there he shows you where there's some bathrooms down the hall um and says that you know I'll, I'll get into some specifics later about what you can do for Soria but for the moment why don't why don't you get cleaned up because you kind of smell dude so uh you take some time and get yourself cleaned up and A couple days later, there's a knock at the door, and uh, you recognize uh, one of the two figures that's standing there. Uh, One of them is your friend Belden, who is kind of looking the same, kind of in his his simple garb, uh, still has his staff. Uh, He's got this big bright smile on his face, and he's standing next to this tiefling woman. She is an incredibly tall, imposing figure. She is wearing a a very elegant, very uh, tightly cut leather armor. Um, She's got, uh, if you've some of you might never have seen a tiefling before. She's got the the shocking red skin and the the black horns, uh, with kind of some very stylish jewelry on them. As as you open the door, uh, she she looks at Belden and says, "So are these them?" And Belden says, "Yes, it's them." Um, and they kind of just walk on in, despite the fact that you know this isn't your house. They they join you in the common room. Uh, And she sits down without being asked and says, (laughs) yeah, she's already seated. She's already crossed her legs kind of regally. She says, my name is Doravine. And Belden says that it is because of you that I now own the finest bar and tavern in this city.
2: Well, there was a little bit of miscommunication at the beginning, but yes, we met with Belden. Yeah, yeah, we
3: totally we got it. We discussed it. We totally and we got we
2: it. We settled everything up, and he uh, made some. Uh, we made some deals.
3: That is that is quite excellent. I am very pleased to have this place back under uh, control of somebody who's not going to be so limited on who they serve. Do you not agree?
2: Oh, that guy was a total asshole.
1: Are you going to be? Providing booster seats?
3: Uh, Belden speaks up at this point and says, Oh yes, lass, there will be places for everybody to sit in the new Running King. All right. Good job, Gigantor. Anything we can do to build a
2: clear, fairer world.
3: Uh, so Dorvin reaches into her, her pocket and pulls out a, a small bag of coin and says, I understand that there was going to be a payment for you. I understand that your original price was 50 gold per person for getting rid of the rats. Is that not so?
2: It was actually 100 for getting rid of the rats. He was very intent on keeping that bar his...
3: Oh, because as I looked over his paperwork on his desk, which um is now my desk, i I saw the contract written up here i I would assume that the unflattering names here listed are yours. and she pulls out a piece of paper and on there um is written kind of in in some some bad handwriting, um smelly ogre, fifty gp, half arch arch archer guy, fifty. Human 50, uh, ch- runt 50 GP.
1: I hop I mean, this on kind of asshole would and... cook the
3: books, wouldn't he?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I hop, I go, I can't believe that asshole tried to cheat us out of half the gold he owed us.
3: She <sighs> laughs and says, so I have a lot of reputation building to do to get the the tavern running as it should be. Here is the 50 gold that you were promised. I believe, at least at first, I can sweeten the deal. And I believe if you would like to, say, partake in any of the beer or food at the Running King Tavern for as long as you stay, that would be on the house. Do you think that not fair, Noel? May
2: I have a quick aside with my compatriots here? (laughs) <laughs> hey guys, if you must and she sits back and she starts gold. to party huddle that's fair, fair I... party. Is no robbery. but you know what we're enterprising young heroes for hire I say we keep this business plan of communication open she'll have future business we should try and encourage her to use our services in the future I, I definitely drink more than 50 gold coin
0: I was about to say I, I, I think even if we couldn't even if we were going to lose money on this buffet we, we want to keep this chick happy so yes. I am down
1: well, it looks right. like you assholes are going to run out two bartenders in one week. You, you the, Any of you remember the wedding. You're going to drink this, <laughs> this poor woman out of business. But yeah, if I get no, at least
0: 50 gold out of Yeah, we'll be fine. all right. It'll be fine. 50 It'll gold out be
3: You M- better
1: have a booster seat.
3: So have you come to a decision? It seems like
2: a very, very fair offer. We accept your turn.
3: I agree. She pushes over the bag, and you guys count it, and it is some total of 200 gold. And she stands regally and says, yes, I believe I will be calling on you again in the future. Thank you. And she walks out. Uh, Belden kind of gives you this excited wave and walks out after her. So we're just opening up all the side quest options here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're t- we're talking to everyone who needs like their
3: cat found. And the so next time your monk friend has a job for you, uh, your new tiefling friend might have a job for you. Uh, who knows if you're going to go after a little kitty and who knows what's going to happen next to this brand new party of adventures. Yay! Yay! Thanks for listening to our pilot episode of dungeons and dragons and drunks. We've fixed the audio for future episodes, recorded a few more sessions, and I think you'll really enjoy them. Make sure to follow all of us on Twitter, especially at Dungeon Drunks, and let us know what you think. See you next episode.